right, I'm recording this in the middle of gift-giving season here at the end of the year, but whether it is that time of year or just if you think of gifts to give others, maybe it's our birthday or some other reason, my favorite gift to give, again, doesn't matter when this is, holidays, birthdays, anything, my favorite gift is the gift of my time. Now, as a non-renewable resource, right, that is part of why the value of that is gold. And unfortunately, in today's world, you know, this gift is getting increasingly rare. We seem to have, you know, packaged efficiency and effectiveness and small doses that we can throw out there. I think that's part of what makes this gift feel so special, right? Sometimes we can sit in the same house or even the same room with someone and can, you know, be on a different planet completely separated from them. Whether you're listening to the show at, in the holiday season or Again, at some other time, the point stands. Give the gift of presence and see how impactful it is. In line with that, I wanted to keep three sort of recent conversations that I've had on the show in mind. And this is part of what made me want to craft this message for uh, this message of presence here at the end of the show is inspired by three shows that we've recorded. If you haven't listened to them, I'll recommend them right here. One is with Dr. Anna Lemke. That is on addictions that we have to technology phones and whatnot, how that addiction to technology is actually killing the conversation. Episode one, and then another episode, sorry, not episode one, but that is the first episode that I wanted to share as a part of this conversation. The second one is with Matt Abrahams. Now, this show is on how to speak confidently in any situation, especially small talk. And you say, well, I don't want to get good at small talk. You'll find that if you are good, that this actually can be valuable in getting people, family members, friends, others that you might want to get closer with to help them to open up. And the third show I wanted to reference uh, as the backdrop of today's micro show is a recording I made with Priya Parker. This one is on the art of gathering, not only how to be a great host, but also how to be a great guest. This is true at birthday parties and holidays, but it's also about sort of being in the presence of others. Now, before you go on the three-hour tour, you know, an hour for each of those episodes that I'm recommending, and I do recommend, I think they're they're each special in their own way. I wanted to share in today's micro show, I wanted to pull seven things, seven ways to meaningfully embrace the gift of presence. Your present is presence, drawing on personal experiences and the great wisdom from these three amazing guests. Of course, there's a lot more depth to the show if you listen to it, but here are seven ways that I've found to embrace presence. First of all, starting off top of the hour here, digital detox. I know a lot of you just cringed. Oh, I don't want to give it up. But in a world where our phones are sadly becoming extensions of ourselves, the act of setting these phones aside is a radical act of presence in and of itself. If you grew up at a time before the internet, yikes, <laughs> you're old, Chase. Look, at young, young at heart. You will remember, if you grew up before the internet, you'll remember a time where not knowing the answer to something created a discussion, right? A debate, an interesting <laughs> sort of way to connect with others around a shared interest for that moment. It was interesting conversation. I think that we've lost that. And I'm not suggesting that you pretend you don't have access to information, but during family gatherings, I actually make it a point to keep my phone, not only not in my hands 
tapping away, but actually out of sight. This is not just on silent or not on the table, not being touched, but actually put away in my jacket pocket, hanging over there on the, you know, the, where I hang my coat, this little act of putting your phone away is something that can create a space where real connections cannot just happen, but it, it, there's something magical about the phone not being there and conversations like this have a chance, sort of the room to flourish, right? To be free from this constant pull of the digital world that we live in. Now, I'm not going to throw rocks at the digital world. There's all kinds of benefits, but I'm telling you that if you put away your phone in this like little digital detox moment, it will benefit your conversations. It will make them richer. If you're tempted to look something up in your phone during a conversation, say to yourself or even out loud, like, I'm going to look that up later and I'll send it to you. I think the important part of this, you know, eschewing some digital interaction is to actually keep the focus on the human interaction at hand. That's thing one, embrace a digital detox. Thing two, think about this now, it goes crazy. It feels crazy, but it's super valuable. Active listening. This is a skill that is so often overlooked and maybe the fact that it's overlooked or not practiced very well in our culture, that it is immensely powerful, right? Because you don't see it every day. You don't experience it. The act of actively listening is about fully immersing yourself in the conversation, giving the speaker, whether it's a friend, a coworker, family member, undivided attention. You know who's super, really crazy off the charts good at this is my wife, Kate. She is the best active listener I know. And it is a powerful experience to be in her presence when she is directing her attention at me and, and present and we're talking. I am, I can feel it, right? The cool thing is we can all practice this in a number of ways. First, by making sure that all that stuff is not, there's no distractions. Second, by making eye contact. And then third, thinking about what the person said after they are done talking rather than while they are talking. This little hesitation, this little allowing them to finish, then thinking allows you to respond more thoughtfully right? And it ensures that the person we're speaking to can feel truly heard. There's that little gap between when you, they stop talking, you consider what they've said before you speak that will actually add a huge amount of value and a sort of a depth to the conversation. And this is a little thing, but, but trust me on this one, try it. The power of active listening. That's thing two. Thing three, how about a deeper conversation? right? Surface level, level chatter is it's real, right? It has its place. Small talk can, you know, often break the ice and get into something deeper. But the conversations that stick with me are the deeper ones, right? And I love asking questions as a, as a almost now a lifelong podcaster. I love asking questions, no surprise there. But I find that in asking really good questions that doors get opened to more profound thoughts and stories that might not otherwise have come up, right? Matt Abraham's advice on uh, the, the episode that I referenced uh, earlier in the intro to the show, he's got this concept called the conversational hacky sack, right? And that's really valuable here. The idea is it's simple. It's let's keep the conversation going. And you do this by focusing two thirds of the conversation on the other person. Two out of every three things are a question or asking for follow-up or clarification, inviting them to tell another story. And only one third 
is for you to respond, comment, and or share your own stories, right? Matt gives a couple helpful tidbits in that episode that you're going to really find valuable. But for, for conversation starters, Matt suggests the framework, what, so what, now what? For example, here, if you're at an art gallery opening, you might ask someone who's standing at the opening with you or another friend, well, why are you here? What brings you here? That's the what. Right? What brings you here? So what do you like about the painting? So this is the so what part. So what do you like about the painting? What do you like about the experience? What do you like about this evening tonight? What do you like about the food at this restaurant? What do you like about, you know, you can see it. What, so what, and then now what? Project something into the future. Are you gonna, you know, go back to this restaurant again? Would you come back here? Or would you travel if this restaurant were open up another restaurant? Or in the case of the gallery, are you, you know, would you, seek this artist out would you go to in the next show this sort of rhythm of what so what now what if you don't find yourself being a skilled conversationalist try it it ends up being a really simple framework to remember and very powerful to engage others with your attention that's thing three try and make your conversations deeper number four how about you help others lend a helping hand this sort of bullet point is something I extracted from my conversation with Priya Parker. She talks about in that episode how to be a great guest. We think so much about being a great host. She also talks about being a great guest. She says most of us are actually guests way more than we're hosts too. So becoming a better guest is actually a way to scale your ability to connect more deeply with others, right? As guests, we actually have power, she talks about. This is helping when needed, right? Whether it's helping with the holiday preparation or supporting a friend in need, the fact that you could even offer your time and or assistance to somebody else is a powerful way to show that we care, right? This is a reminder that your presence, in this case, like physically, or even offering to make a dish before you show up at someone's house for a holiday party or for a birthday party or something, any sort of event, this is a reminder that it's not just about what we say or what we think, right? It's actually what we do that matters. Not to mention we often experience more happiness, giving gifts and receiving. The science is actually pretty clear there. But this idea, number four here, lending a helping hand is an amazing gift to give. Number five, if you do give a gift, give the gift of experience instead of stuff, right? What we all really want and need is connection. You've heard that people are more isolated now than ever before. And you can, you've also seen the science that says that isolation is, is very, very unhealthy, right? So something like more harmful than smoking a pack of cigarettes every day to be isolated. So we need empathy and humanity more than ever before. We also need learning and growth. So some of my most cherished memories are of shared experiences, right? Of learning together with a friend or a family member. doesn't matter if it's a photo walk with other photographers or again, a meal with friends or family, simply sharing moments, experiences as the gift that you give will dramatically elevate your relationship with this person, the connection, the opportunity. Again, there's sometimes there's a time factor, but also doing something together, shared interests. I know my dad loves to golf, taking my dad golfing at the club we belong to. He loves it. And you know what? I love it too. It's moments like these that are free from distractions that allow for genuine connection and creativity to bloom. Experiences instead of stuff. That's number five. Number six, expressing gratitude 
openly. In Creative Calling, I talked a lot about the importance of gratitude as a part of the creative process, right? This also extends to personal interactions as well, right? Expressing gratitude, whether through words or actions, a note, is actually a profound way of being present. This acknowledges the value of the people and moments in our lives, right? If this is something that you don't find yourself doing on a regular basis, this is a massive hack. This is a huge accelerator to your connection with others, right? You can begin by simply expressing gratitude more openly than you did before and people will notice, I promise. If you don't know how to do this, what about beginning a personal gratitude practice, right? Do that first and in sort of the wake or the halo of your personal gratitude practice, start to then leverage that into sharing with others, right? If you don't have a gratitude practice, you can probably Google my name and gratitude practice. I think I've made a bunch of videos on it. You can try mine. And I think I've walked, uh, oh, there's an episode where I actually guided listeners as a as an episode of the show through the podcast, right? Uh, this episode, let me look real quick here. Where is this? My daily gratitude practice. If you do not know how to express gratitude openly, go listen to that episode. Start your own daily practice and then leverage from there. You want to start easy? Start with a thank you. Be very specific and very generous with the thank yous. This holiday season or whenever you're listening to this, express gratitude openly. It's going to drive connection with others. Number seven on my list of seven things, reach out and say hello. Look, let's be real. In our fast-paced world, it's super easy to get disconnected from our friends or people we'd love to get to know more or people we used to spend a lot of time with and no longer do. One of the most powerful and simple ways to reconnect with someone is just to reach out and say hello. Don't ask for anything. Just let other people know that you're thinking about them and that you still care, that something happened in your world, your day, your life that made you think of them. It's lovely to be thought of in a, in a kind and connected way and sharing that with others has some magic ability to connect you, even though you might not be in the same space, right? This has the power to regain long lost friends, to reconnect with, you know, colleagues, build and or rebuild relationships. You never know where it might lead. I love to try and do this every day. There's someone in my life I've been thinking of, the simple act of sending a text or a quick phone call or leaving them a voicemail or making a voice memo on your phone and sharing it with them, super powerful. Number seven on my list of my favorite gifts to give around my presence is reaching out to others and saying hello. Now, again, I'm recording this at the end of 2023, but I believe this is valuable whenever. The fact that it's the end of 2023, though, it does make me want to take a, a second and thank you for your presence in listening to the show. You, you know, my friend and community member, you're, uh, as a listener, I want to thank you for your time and your presence with me and this show, whether this is just for today's episode or if you are tuned in and subscribed, as I dearly hope that you are for, you know, getting notifications for, for this and every episode. The practice of being present has a massive ripple effect. Being present for the show makes me want to do more shows. Me doing more shows hopefully adds some value and maybe makes you share the show with somebody else. There's a ripple effect, right? And I feel that ripple effect transcend the moment of even getting your attention, your presence, 
or sharing my presence with others in in recording the show, I feel like this virtuous cycle deepens relationships, it sparks creativity and brings, it definitely brings an immense sense of fulfillment to me that's very hard to replicate anywhere. My hope is that the show adds value and I want you to know that I get a ton of value from seeing your comments, seeing your reviews left wherever you listen to the show. That matters a ton to me. So as, we, as we're wrapping up 2023 here, I wanna say thank you Let's make this end of season one of the true best end of years in a long, long time. Something that's overflowing with connection and creative presence. Thank you for your creative presence. My hope is that we can continue this virtuous cycle supporting, showing up for one another. I'll keep showing up for you and I hope that you keep showing up for me and the show. We as a community, we love this. I love it and I hope you do too. Until the next episode, or maybe that's like right now, you're gonna go right into the episode. But I wanted to say thank you, and I hope you have an amazing day. All right. Hey, before you go, thanks so much for listening. And if you got value from this show, chances are your community will too, right? In the particular lies the universal. Please share this link to the show with a friend or mention the show on social. That is a huge benefit for us in hopefully in exchange for providing value to you. I want you to know that I really appreciate your time, the attention, anything that you give to the show and the questions that you ask our guests either on social media or through my text community. All of that is pure gold. This community, like any community, is a testament to that old phrase, a rising tide floats all boats. And by elevating one another, by sharing and resharing this show, the tidbits that you learn and the experiences you take away, all of that has a collective, massive positive impact on the world. So just a quick thank you. I appreciate all the effort you put into sharing this show. All right, that's a wrap. Let's put today's episode into practice and get back to growing together. <laughs>